He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. Um, can you repeat the part of the stuff where you said all about, uh, things? I know guys on crack that makes more sense than you. Finally, some honesty. It is almost time for the Halloween. And probably by the time you're hearing this, no, actually, Halloween's on a weekday this year which is not good for anybody like it's it's americans are spending 12 billion dollars on this damn holiday and we can't even get it on a friday or a monday to well actually no yeah either a friday actually it should be just every friday that way there could be some spookiness hey hey who's this surprise back Sage is back! Oh, Sage, I've missed you so. So is everybody else. Now let's see how well I can fade this out. Dad. <laughs> <laughs> it was going well and then died. Hey, everybody! Thanks for joining the Disorderly Show. Facebook Radio here for you. And as you heard, Sage is back! I told everybody that uh, because they haven't been supporting the show, you had to pick up some extra shifts. You had to make ends meet somewhere else. So uh, just couldn't find the time, which we all understand we do. And before we jump into it, want to thank White Bad Audio, as always, for supplying us with the juicy tunes. And we're, I don't know what, th- I doubt anybody has any copyright, copyright-free Thanksgiving themed because we're not going to jump into Christmas stuff until it's December people we're not one of those shows that oh hey well they're putting up the holiday decorations now so might it no fuck that we are going with what it should be because the reflection of Thanksgiving is hey why don't you give thanks for the shit that you have and reflect on where you're at where you need to be and then depending on those thanks will depend on the types of gifts you give or get people you give or get people. Know that you give to people, and you should just be thankful for that. I'm I'm getting lost here. Um, but I appreciate you joining the show. And, yeah, another reason Sage joined is because she, uh, yeah, uh, gender reveal. It's because uh, I'm here. <laughs> no, it's because they... Um, they heard the last show and went, oh, uh, yeah, that's what happens when we leave him alone. He just goes off the rails. What a, it's, it is, it definitely was an apt title of the show last week where it's disorderly. But anywho, appreciate you here. Number five, I don't know if I'm going to keep saying the show number. Maybe, maybe for my own sake, just so I know how many times I've done this. Excuse me. Oh, that tickles. Anywho, appreciate you joining the show. Sage, good to see you again. I'm glad you were able to make this week's ends meet to be able to be on the show. Appreciate it. So why don't we just jump into, oh yeah, that's what happened. So because of last week, there was a lot of news I meant to get to, didn't get to. Why? Because I went off on a tangent and that's what can happen sometimes on these shows. Now, I gotta help you with your bad transition, then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. I had I had smooth, irregular 
I thought the transitions were fine because I kept going back to what I was talking about. But it I unlike the first first few shows where I four score. Um yeah, we are living through our own seventies people. If you couldn't if you couldn't figure out that pattern, yeah. We are you can see some similarities that have happened in the seventies happening now. And if you're one of those conspiracy theorists, you're probably going, hey, I see this. They're just doing tests. And also, where's Kanye when talking about the whole Israel-Hamas thing? Because you would think with everything that's going on there, which, by the way, we, my position is one of those of just not so much observe. Well, it's observing, but also I've learned a lot because I wanted to be knowledgeable if ever anybody wanted to talk to me about this. I didn't seem like a a buffoon of asking questions that if you just did a little reading, you could figure out on your own. But as a as a side to pick, uh yeah, pretty much gonna be it this is where I was taking uh doing the whole Kanye thing, because when he went on his whole Charlie Sheen rant, um you would think he would be coming out right now and going, see, they do control everything because look how the the money and the military is backing them and these other countries are, well, it's, well, Iran's the only one backing Hamas. My thing is when people are, and, and golly, now, yeah, now you're just because you're here doesn't mean <laughs> I'm not going to do this. Just go everywhere. It's like, Wayne, we, we come to listen to your show because, well, you give us the news of the week and you haven't gotten to it. I know, I know. But I do want to use this platform as well as for those difficult and hard discussions. I don't want to shy away from it. And when it comes to what's going over there between Israel and Hamas is with the support and where people stand, I think a big miscommunication is happening just like with... Uh, mm, yeah, you're going to hear a few of those. I've had a, I've had a good time before the show. Uh, the it's it's a terrible comparison, but I think there's just miscommunication when people are saying they support the Palestinians. They're not saying, "Hey, we support Hamas." They're legitimately wanting to support the people that are stuck in a rock and a hard place and are just trying to survive. They're not saying, yay, we support Hamas. They're going, we support the Palestinian people. But then... Yeah, they're not. The- yeah, anyone that supports the Palestinians, they're not supporting the people that are doing the bad things. They just... They're supporting the people that want to live regular lives just like we do. So right. when you hear that, it's not... They're they're not supporting it. Is is that's my They're not supporting the terror. Right. That's my take. But then you could say on the other side of it coming like, hey, face, but they voted for them to run Gaza. It's like, well, it's kinda like where we have two choices of terrible we have two terrible choices every four years. Uh, or if you you know you're actually up on your local elections, you also know when your mayor is getting elected and your uh, your school council. Hey, if you really want to affect change, you got to do it at a local level first. You can't just go, hey, we're going to just try to dominate the Congress, the National Congress, and force everybody to do what we want because then if you try to do that, you're going to get swings 
every four to eight years and the country doesn't seem like it's going to progress with anything or it's going to move forward with anything. But hey, everybody we keep sending there is able to have a full fucking staff and have their every whim needed for them. And also, apparently, we have cheap politicians because Senator Menendez, his trial hasn't started yet. It should be starting soon. But when you hear about the shit he got and his wife got, and you sit there and go, this has got, please tell me, that this is the stuff they could get them on because if they're just selling out America for a few hundred thousand dollars in a Mercedes is like, what the, that, that just, it, it breaks my heart that we, we would, we would be so cheap. You would think China would be the cheap place for corruption, (laughs) but no, it would be, or maybe just Jersey's cheap. I have no idea, but anywho, just like the, I think it's just a big communication, uh, miscommunication, like when you ask young women, there's there's an age range, age group that you can't, you'll get a different answer if you ask the, hey, how would you rate yourself on a scale of 1 to 10? You ask older women, and they will be honest with you. They'll be like, I, I think I'm this. But you ask younger women nowadays, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. And when men hear that, because we're logical, and we look at them, we're like, there is no fucking way you were 10. Hate to break it to you, but no one's asking you to be on a cover of a magazine or sell something to us. Hell, if you were to sell something to us, we'd sit there and be like, oh, yeah, no, go to pass. But when women explain it, they okay. go, hang on, let me okay. finish, because if you're going to derail my thought, it's going to... Oh, sh- yeah, no, I run this show. You're just, just being helpful. I'm trying to helpful. figure out what you're saying well, because it sounds weird. Because you're trying to, add, you're asking, hey, what the what is the painting supposed to look like while I'm still painting? Well, continue the painting. Then. Well, then don't. I'm, I'm, giving, I'm giving you the mic, Joe. No, I've always had the mic. You didn't take it from me. I was being courteous and not stepping all over you. So. When women say that they're a 10, what they're referring to is their confidence. When men ask that, it's just, hey, what do you think looks-wise? And that's where the miscommunication is. So when men go, there's no way you're a 10, women are going, uh, well, for years, hell, decades, hundreds of years, the self-confidence and the self-esteem of women has, has been one of... It's been that something that occurred, but it was never discussed. It was, this is just how you should act. This is how you should be. And now, nowadays, you we got that pendulum swing. It's That's what happens in this society is there's, as a change is occurring, a pendulum swing all the way over to the, the extreme happens. We go through all the bullshit there, and then it gets back in the center where it should be. So... That's at least what I've noticed in this whole thing between supporting Palestinians and saying that you're a 10 is a miscommunication to everybody on the other side. Okay. You seem confused. I quite am. How? I... So if I ask you, how would you rate yourself, how would you rate yourself 1 to 10 and you go 10 and I go, no, you're not, but you're referencing your confidence and I'm referencing your looks? There's a, that's a miscommunication. Okay, I can see that. Hey, there we go. See? Miscommunication. 
So what does that mean? It means we're getting to the new. <laughs> Bad transition. <laughs> well, we're going to start off nice and easy with spots. And, well, let's just start off with the fun stuff. NCAA and uh, their the Division One football just can't seem to, they just can't seem to stay out of their own way of just, hey, look, let's just play football. But when you have a billion-dollar business, yeah, shit's going to happen. So, as you may know, Sage, I, uh, you may or may not know, but the Pac-12 is really right now the Pac-2 because everyone else is bouncing. They're, they're doing more lucrative deals and other conferences. So this is the last year that it's actually a Pac-12. And it sucks because this is, this is the best year the Pac-12 has had in a very long time. There's going to be multiple teams vying for the college football playoff. It's, this is the year that if they had this last year, there would be no discussion of them moving. Because they did. They had so much success. They were going to get a huge TV deals. But nope. Other conferences threw a ton of money at them, so they're leaving. So Oregon State and Washington State are the only ones who are staying in the Pac-12. They're the ones who are going to keep it alive. And they don't want the other teams fucking with their money. Because right now, all the other teams are on the board. They're part of the Pac-12 board, and they can vote on everything conference-wise. But Oregon State and Washington State are going, hey, uh, Judge, kick them the fuck out of the room because they're leaving. They have no, they shouldn't be allowed to figure out what go, what's going to happen with the assets that are worth over $100 million. Yeah, if you're leaving something, why, that's no longer your decision. You would think. But, of course, this is their trying to get as much as they can and and True. You know, and you know it's the american way it's the american business way if you don't want to actually do it uh it's okay so there's two ways to do business there's the way everyone thinks it should be done and then there's the way it is actually done because once somebody does something wrong uh or shady and they get away with it and they keep being successful and they keep being shady well guess what everyone's not going to try to correct that behavior they're going to mimic it and especially when it comes to millions and billions of dollars. So that is going to be a, a trial that's uh, not so much a uh, trial. Yes, probably an arbitration. Uh, it's not going to be a jury trial, that's for sure. But it's going to be interesting to take a look into that because of all of the just everything involved with the Pac-12, like the Rose Bowl contract, the Pac-12 network value, all of these things. Um, now, Oregon State and Washington State are trying to get other teams to join the Pac-12 so that it's not just dead and they have to figure out what they're going to do. Um, but that was quite interesting how that's, uh, that's going to be going on over in Michigan State. So the whole state of Michigan, I don't know what the fuck is going on there. But for Michigan State, they did the Title IX office. They did rule that it was probable that their ex-coach, Mel Tucker, did sexually harass Brenda Tracy, an anti-rape activist. So there was a hearing in October, and the school found Tucker guilty of violating its sexual harassment rules based on Tracy's Title IX report. Now, the report cites evidence such as Tucker making inappropriate video call to her, trying to meet her alone, and engaging in non-consensual, sexually explicit phone call. Now, Tucker claims the investigation found no proof of a relationship between him and Tracy. 
And in September, after the accusations did come to lie, Tucker was suspended without pay. Oh, yeah, by the way, he did sign a $95 million 10-year contract after he turned around the program in one year, which I'm going to the boosters like, you guys are fucking idiots. He did. He turned around the team in one year. You, you signed him to a nice contract for a short amount of time in case this shit happens, or I don't know, it was a fluke. But anyway, so the reason this is noteworthy is because they're uh, obviously Tucker is doing a uh, he's suing the school to get the rest of the life. I think there's like 75 million left that the school doesn't want to pay him and they're fighting over how much they would still have to. But for Michigan State to come out and say, hey, we investigated ourselves and we found that, you know, we were right. It's going to be interesting how the court uh, finds everything else in his trial as he goes to, uh, what is that called? It's uh, where you're not fired right. That does that doesn't make sense at all. No. <laughs> well, okay, no miscommunication. Uh, we got it right there. Um, I know what you're talking about, but um, I guess illegally oh, fired yeah. would be something. Oh, you all right? Yeah, it's just... It's one of those things as you're drinking is that if you don't keep it up, that next shot that you have or that next drink, you're like, oh, that's that feels like the first one. It feels like the first time. I don't know. Is that too long to get us demonetized? I have no idea. Speaking of, yes, I know I haven't done the Patreon yet, but I've been busy crying because Sage hasn't been here all week. Uh, but that doesn't mean uh, at some point I'm going to be doing the Patreon and for everybody who helps support, I'm going to support you in doing the show so that I can help you on your day-to-day. And yes, I'm talking to you, Ashburn and Brussels. You guys are still leading the way and listening to the show. So, Thank you. Uh, yeah, there's thank you. But also, I would like, uh, and I honestly don't care about Sage's um, schedule, because if you could just send me a plane ticket to come out and meet you, visit those things. I love to travel. It'd be awesome. If Sage comes, okay, great. But if not, let's. what I'm saying is let's not hold up the plane ticket. That's what I'm saying. Next story in sports. I, like I said about Michigan, I don't know what the hell's going on in that state, but Michigan, uh, the Michigan Wolverines, they're, um, so there's a developing story about some cheating going on. So, Sage, I don't know if you knew this, but in college football, the coach or the offensive coordinator or the coach, it depends on the team in the NFL, they are unable to talk to the quarterback before the play happens. In the NFL, that's allowed. They have speakers in the helmets. It's fine. So what they do in college football is they have these big signs or they do different hand signals or improv sign language to tell the quarterback what the play is. So what's going on in Michigan, which Michigan is like, we don't know this person, is it's you cannot, as an opposing school, go to another school and watch their game in the stadium and pick up valuable intel. You're not allowed to do that. So a former Michigan staff member, football staff member, mind you, uh, paid individuals to record the future Wolverines opponents. And one informant, which is a a former D3 football player and coach, 
admitted to attending three Big Ten games over the past two years to capture footage. And despite his reservations about the plan, the individual did believe it might be within a gray area of the rules. Now, so he wasn't employed, but he was gathering information. For so them? the staff member paid people because it's one of those things of, hey, I'm not going as the staff member. I'm going to pay people Somebody to go. Else to do it. Yes, okay. yes. Now, how this was revealed, no idea, but somebody probably didn't get paid enough, and now they're spilling the beans, and this is all that's coming out. But Harbaugh has this, – this is kind of like what was happening with Belichick for a number of years where there was allegations of cheating, and just – it followed him around, and it's one of those things that if you're a liked person – a liked coach, these things die quietly because everyone likes you. Yeah, everybody goes, oh, they can't. They're too good. They can't. They wouldn't be doing that. Yeah. And again, we apparently have cheap people because they were only paid about a thousand bucks for their recordings. So like, what the? And so it's over for 35 games over three years, a thousand bucks. Fuck. <sighs> people. I mean, you go sit down for a couple of hours, record something, and you make a thousand bucks. I mean, that's not bad. No, but this is thirty-five games. They did this thirty-five times over three years. And yeah, but that's a thousand dollars a game, right? No. 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 The whole thing, yeah. thirty-five. Yeah. Games. That's what. That's at least that's way. Uh, that's the way this article is stating it. So it could be that yes, they got a thousand per recording, which it makes sense. It's like hell yeah, anybody would do that, but. Just a a grand for all of them? Come on! Yeah, but again, cool. this is how the article's written. So this is this is why you sports writers and you media personnel say what you mean. It's a big goddamn book called the dictionary. It's got the words you need in there. Use it. Ah, uh, so moving on to from that to Major League Baseball which has found a resurgence with fans and non-fans alike because the game is actually fun to watch now. It's only golf that is boring as hell. Uh, it's one of those sports of just like, oh. Uh, even because even, I'm a fan of playing golf, but even watching, I'm just like, you know, uh, they're really good, Okay. But I'm I, maybe I need to bet on it. Maybe that's it. But anyway, in the baseball, the World Series is happening. And as of this recording, yeah, we record on the Fridays because uh, I need the weekend to do this because we don't make enough to get an editor to get everything together. Yet, the got to think positive. The secret's at the door. Got the Arizona Diamondbacks taking on the Texas Rangers. And the Diamondbacks blew a 5-3 to three lead going into the ninth. Texas was able to walk it off in extra innings, which is okay because nobody expected us here. And I say us because, yes, I'm a Diamondbacks fan. You, It's easy to become a fan of a team when it starts when you're in the state. When it starts, it's like, cool, not a lot of people can say that uh, of a major league. 
Now, I know the WNBA is a major league, but when you compare it to the other top four, it's getting there. I mean, 40 games this past season, got playoffs going in October. It's getting to that point. And they do have a team, uh, which is surprising that the owner, the owners of the Warriors didn't have a WNBA team yet, but they do now. It's going to be coming up in next season. So it's getting there, but uh, nobody expected the Diamondbacks to get there. Somewhat they expected the Texans because they spent a lot of money for their players. Us, not so much. Yeah, you could say, yeah, we threw $100 million at Corbin, but, you know, that was one of the – that was a staple. We want him around for a while. And nobody expected us to do as well as we have. And, yeah, we were able to come down from a 2 nothing deficit against the Phillies and totally silence them. So that was a great series. Even if the Diamondbacks don't pull it out, it, it'll be cool as a sports fan to see Texas – win a World Series because they haven't had one yet. But if the Diamondbacks, so I'm, as a sports fan, I'm cool with either team winning. As a Diamondbacks fan, it would be awesome to see number two. So hopefully by this weekend, I'll be a happy camper. If not, well, just got to stay positive. In boxing, this is interesting, Sage. They are allowing, this was the first women's fight. This was a, and I'm going to butcher these names. I apologize. Amanda Serrano defeated Daniela Ramos. Actually, I didn't. Hey, good yeah, I was going to say, you actually did really good. <laughs> They're just spelled weird. Um, this was the, uh, the first unified women's championship fight. But the big thing about it was they fought three-minute rounds. Okay. Previously, women women's fights did not do the three-minute round fight. Oh. Yeah. How, how long were they before, do you know? Um, well, typically, it's a, like 36 minutes is the, um, I think it's around that for a three-minute round, 12 round, well, like what? Okay. Hang on. I can... It's called a calculator. Then it doesn't sound like a long time, but if you're in the ring, oh yeah, it yeah forever. Yeah, yeah, I cannot. I could do that in the calculator because I'm not trying to convert the time. Anywho, they it was around 20 minutes, which is what, and I think it was less rounds, so it was it was lessened. But this was the first one where they're like, hell yeah, let's. Let's uh, both women agreed. Yeah, let's do the three minutes. No fucking problem. And they both afterwards were kind of like, yeah, this is no problem. We're good. Like we could have kept going. So, which is one of those things of, it helps a little bit more in the exposure of the sport because when you have more of a comparable to what the dominant one is, much easier to go, oh, okay, they're doing those same things too awesome it's just as with anything it needs that person it can market around ufc got massive or it 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 jumped out because they were able to market uh the Iceman. but then when his reign was over it's like who what's the other star we can get they were they landed upon ronda ronda rousey and made her the highest paid fighter in ufc didn't matter if she, you know, what gender she was, she was bringing in the most money, so she gets the biggest check. 
Then when she got her ass knocked out because her coach at the time was like, no, you shouldn't go to jujitsu. You could stand up and trade with somebody. Yeah. <laughs> it was God awful terrible. Then they, was it the same time that Brock Lesnar was in there? Which, uh, that that whole decision. This, this is why I don't get too much into fighting because they go for what will make the best fight. As in how... Who will watch this instead of going, this will be the best fight because these are the two best fighters? Okay, so who's more popular versus who's, yeah. who's better? Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, the popular one will get a better shot at the bigger fight. We'll get to the big we'll get to the bigger fight quicker than somebody who's better, better record, better fighter, but not as popular. Uh Stipe Miocic is a great example, probably considered the best heavyweight of all time because of what he was able to do during his run. And he wasn't pushed as much because the UFC didn't see him as legitimate. They wanted the the guy that's going to be fighting uh, in boxing. Oh, I forget his name. But uh, basically, it's a dude. Again, it's big knockout power, but really the, the technique isn't there. Now, granted, I'm not like, uh, I don't have the knowledge of Rogan, but it seems like everyone is... Because of what they saw him do to one fighter, they're like, "Oh dear God, he's yeah, the most." They what they want, what what the UFC wanted is to find somebody like Tyson, because everybody paid for Tyson pay per views, which he came out and actually said he was able to get paid more money after he lost. Because really? well, yeah, because if somebody's always going to win, that's true. It's easy to. Why would you bet it? Like you're this. Uh, that's why uh, Floyd Mayweather was made so much money as he did because he didn't play the good guy. He played the bad guy. Everybody wants to see the bad guy lose. He never lost. Granted, his last fight, his last few fights were questionable as they should. Should they be legitimate boxing? Should they go on his record? Um but anywho, yeah, that's uh, it was cool to see that happen in women's boxing. And hopefully you were able to take what I meant to talk about or say about the whole UFC thing. I just trailed off. I went away. Are we going to that transition? <laughs> <laughs> it was more of I was trying to figure out, like, okay, I started off with this and then went around. Why did I touch on the UFC? Why did I do this? Da, 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 da. And then if I can't come back to it, it's kind of one of those things of, hmm, well, you ran out a lot of you ran out of time before you got to some awesome, well not awesome, but news stories that were worthy to talk about. So, let's move on. In Bad transition. Rugby. Okay. Yeah, let's rug with, let's go well, rugby. The World Cup is occurring. And if you haven't oh. watched rugby, it is awesome. Take football and go, they can never stop. I don't know that much about Rugby, the couple of games that I did watch were really good, so I do want to learn more about it. <laughs> Sorry, that yeah, snuck right? up on me. Yeah, I took another one, and oh, that it went up the news. I don't know why. Don't inhale your beverage. Drink some more. <sighs> Drink some more? <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Tickle. Mm. Man, usually this is smoother. I wonder what happened. Could be the amount I had beforehand. Uh, so rugby, basically, yeah, 
take football, line them all, line the players all up in one line, and they can only pass the ball sideways. So they can't they can't do a forward pass. They can't do a back pass. It has to be well. It's a. Do you know what a lateral is in football? No. So it's when you toss the football behind you. Okay, yeah. But it's not directly behind you. It's, it's like over. It's on the side. Okay, kind of a little diagonal. Right. And okay. they have to, and they push up a field just like the other one, but when they get stopped, they either, they have to run up, a few players run up real quick so that they can get the ball and they can kick, basically do sort of a hike, give it to another player, and they just keep going back and forth. It is action-packed no pads so you're sitting there like that's very hurtful uh those are mm." uh but one thing is you don't have any it's it's really not you don't get as many injuries as the nfl because there isn't any blind side hits you pretty much can tell when you're going to get hit or who's going to come after you there and now granted it does happen a few times not the blind side but more of big hits but usually that's because you didn't get the big boy down and he got a truck full of steam and you're like oh dear god i'm 130 pounds this dude's 240 oh i'm gonna die (laughs) and you try to hit his thighs and you just ricochet off and you become a nice highlight for the end of time um so the world cup is going on and england narrowly defeated argentina with a score of 26 to 23 large part to owen farrell's precise kicking because he had 16 of them bad boys. So they are uh, um, so England got the third place there. Um, and rugby is also looking to expand. They're trying to do they're trying to get more exposure into the into the world stage. Um, basically, most notably the US because if you can if you can get it here and you, the UFC is a good example of that. If you're able to get it here, then it's much easier to expand to other countries rather than the other way around. Soccer's massive everywhere else, not so much here. It's getting there here, but it's been a long from when soccer started to where it is now. Yeah, there's there's even with some players that we were able to rally around, it just it has still hasn't gotten to the fever pitch of the top four, uh, which you would think hockey would be one of the ones that would fall off and rugby or soccer would replace it. But no, hockey itself is having a resurgence as well with people watching. So they're doing the right things and getting everybody involved. And speaking of involvement, now it's a bad transition because we're done talking about sports. Uh and we're going to go to some of the news that happened this week and some last week because why? I've got to, Mr. No, it's because they're just things that I think you should know and things that I want Sage to know about as well. So, an off duty pilot attempted to shut down the engines of an Alaskan Airlines flight. Why? Why? Well, they don't know why, but <laughs> the flight was going to San Francisco. And he got up there and tried to cut off the fuel. The flight, the flight's captain and the first officer prevented a complete engine failure, and he was restrained by the crew. And oh, what a shocker! The plane had to make an emergency landing in Oregon, and he was arrested. He is facing 
which it makes sense, 83 counts of attempted murder, reckless endangerment, and one count of endangering an aircraft, which I had no idea was a thing, but it is. Uh... Now, they don't think that this is believed to be related to any terrorism or ideological violence. And uh, there's investigation, but it was like, what the fuck? <laughs> okay, all right. The. Oh, what? 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 Just a good note to don't make your, um, your airline attendant mad. What? Okay. They will try to shut up the field. Jesus. No, this is <laughs> well. No, this wasn't the. This was an off-duty pilot. Okay, don't make them mad either. Well, I don't think he was mad. Are you? Wait, are you saying that the stewardess? Or wait, no, is that's not the name anymore, right? Sorry, for some reason I thought you said flight attendant instead of I didn't hear the word pilot. Well, so. maybe if your face wasn't dived into a phone, maybe you would pay attention. Oh, I can hear you just fine. Oh. But you can't convey, well, no, is that right? You're not able to understand what I'm saying? No, I just, I heard you say flight attendant. I didn't say flight attendant. Okay, apologies. I'm reading off of my notes that were carefully curated throughout the week. Apologies, good sir. Continue. Okay, so Oklahoma's Republican Attorney General has sued to prevent the establishment of the nation's first publicly funded religious school. Yeah, I could see why he would do that. Yeah. So it was filed against the Oklahoma Statewide Virtual Charter School Board, which had approved a charter school application from the Catholic Archdiocese of Oklahoma. Why the Catholic Church is still able to be around after it was shown to be a terrible place for anybody uh maybe it should be just only adults should be allowed to go and no children whatsoever because i don't know if i learned about an institution that was doing those terrible things to children and going along with it just here's my thing just because you have a good pope in right now doesn't excuse all of the shit that happened and paying people and be like eh, sorry because hey, nobody, yeah, nobody, ever, nobody, nobody ever talks about the congregation subsidizing the pedophiles. Yeah. They don't talk about that. They don't put it in that type of sense because, hey, where do you think all of your donations are going? Or actually, it's more of their investments because you really think your donations are making that much? No. No, yeah, you're... I think it's mostly because religion is supposed to be good. It's supposed to be your moral compass. And when the people in charge of it do something like that, you, a lot of people don't want to believe it because that would, in their it would mind, shake their it faith. Would, uh, yeah, I, in a sense, yes, because you know these people are in charge. Uh, they're supposed to be leading you, and they do something bad instead of realizing that no, these people are bad and they are not practicing what they're preaching. So you need to hold them accountable so that you can get people in that are practicing what they are preaching. Does that make sense? It does, but it it sounds more like a... I'm going to be honest. It sounds like an excuse. It sounds like you were paid by the archdiocese to read that out. (laughs) and go. That's where I was last week. (laughs) Oh, that's how you made ends meet. (laughs) Jesus. 
So, yeah, and you would think, you wouldn't think Oklahoma would be this, uh, the first place that this would occur, but mm, it is. Eight Ohio police officers who were involved in the shooting death of Jalen Walker, who was a 25-year-old black man in June 2022, have returned to active duty. Now, the reason I bring this up is because, hey, when you have officer-involved shootings, especially when they, um, when they kill anybody, now, I'm not a, again, the whole, I'm just more an observer. It's the, if they kill anybody, and I'm not going to be like, well, all lives matter, black lives. No, it's like, hey, look, look at the situation. Look what happened. Because what happened here is the, as they try to uh, pull him over for what they're saying as a minor traffic violation, he did shoot at them. And then... When he uh, got out of his car, they say he went for his waistband, which then the cops fired 94 shots in seven seconds and only hit him 46 times. That's Um, still a large amount of time. Yeah, that's a massive amount of of times. Um, But the thing is, he reportedly fired a shot. The, the, I don't think it was brought up during the grand jury that acquitted the officers. So it was one of those, uh, again, we didn't get to see any of those evidence, that evidence or whatnot. Um, and his family had said that this was not his, his, he wasn't that type of person. He was mourning his fiance's recent death and, uh, yeah, it's it's hard to be it's hard to put yourselves in those types of shoes. Not only you're mourning somebody who you love dearly, but you're a young black man and you see red and blues in your rearview mirror, and you hear all that. What you're inundated with stories about all that's flashing in your mind is those stories of young black men who think they didn't do anything wrong but end up dying. Doing a rash now. Am I excusing his behavior? No, because I don't know. I haven't seen all of the evidence. Haven't seen everything. I'm just informing you that if you didn't hear, these eight Ohio police officers are back on the job. Now the family has is starting to is sued the city, and uh, and the police department. They'll probably get what they're asking for a little bit, um, and also the police chief is retiring at the end of the year. Don't know if that has anything to do with this, but it's kind of like hmm. Um, but again, this whole show is about just doing those tough talks and the news that you probably didn't know was happening because there's a, there's a, there's other, there's other stories that have dominated throughout the week. Like, well, this hasn't dominated. This is one of those stories that fell under the radar, but a former NSA employee has pleaded guilty to attempting to sell classified U.S. information to Russia. Wow. Although he believed he was communicating with a Russian agent, he was actually in contact with an undercover FBI agent. Well? <laughs> it's like... I mean, how do, you, how do you even go about finding it? I don't even... Yeah, what was that yeah. discussion? Hey, yeah. hey, uh, John, I'm, uh, I need to make some ends meet. And I tried talking to the church, but they had somebody like Sage they were talking with. So that, that avenue's closed. How can I sell this information? 
okay, for those of you who want to sell classified information, go first to the consulate of the country that you're trying to sell to. That's the first thing. Because or how about you not sell classified oh, information but peop- first? But no, I'm 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 tired of Yeah, that's a good point. I'm just I'd like coming up with solutions. That's that's the, the, now <laughs> the FBI is going to draw, going to go. Gonna, that's how I'm going to become popular. You were able to tell this criminal and be like, okay, well then I guess I'm the the concierge Just to the criminal. I'm the concierge Thanks to criminals. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you—that's what you go to. You don't try to talk to anybody else because that's the country's representatives. Now, if it turned out that the FBI had a mole in the Russian consulate. Now that would be awesome, and I'm sure they're uh, the Russians now are trying to go through and go. We need to do a, <laughs> we need to do a deep dive and recheck everybody because you know they're not going through and killing soldiers that aren't wanting to fight. No way, they yeah. would not. They wouldn't do that do at that. all. And if you're not picking up what I'm laying down, that's what they're being accused of by the U.S. They came, Russia came out and like, of course we're not doing that. You, you must have a wild imagination. It must be in, and I quote, overdrive to come up with that. And I'm sitting there going like, dude, we can, we can research. Do you not know what the gulag was? Come on, that came from you. Nobody wants to admit that they messed up. I do, because it gets us to the solution faster. True. <laughs> well, okay, you know me that long. Like, yeah, he's uh, he's very truthful in that. Next story, Meta Platforms Incorporated, the parent company of Facebook and Instagram, has 41 U.S. states and Washington, D.C., which is, I know why it's separated, but it's kind of funny, just all 41 U.S. states in Washington, D.C. It's just, it's funny to me to see that. Um, are suing Meta alleging that the company's design is hurting young users and the young people, and it's contributing to the mental health crisis of the country. So it accuses men of collecting data from children under 13 without parental consent. What a shocker. And it also emphasizes that Meta has manipulated its platforms to profit from the vulnerabilities of children and teenagers. So they're trying to put Meta in the same category as cigarettes. How? Okay. That's that's my own take. That's my own take. Okay. But it's it that's a okay. that's a good all comparison right. there. Yeah. It I is. See that? Hey, here I am. Like it is a good comparison. It is. I don't understand. I mean, I can see. I, are you talking about the addictiveness? Yes. Okay. And that. how they market. That's why Joe Camel well, it is was a social gone. Media platform, and why wouldn't they market it to everybody? And the main users of it are usually young because they like to keep connected to their friends. Because well, you don't see Discord people. being sued. Yet. Yet. <laughs> they haven't gotten that yeah. big. Well, no, they they. I believe it was not too long ago. They had. Uh, that release of classified military information, but obviously they weren't the ones who went, hey, soldier, we're from Discord, go find some secret shit. Again, that dude should have gone to another country's consul. <laughs> it's like, Wayne, <laughs> why are you advocating for this? Because I'm tired of stupid criminals. If they're coming from the U.S., they need to be quality. 
Anything we do, if you're an American, make it quality. If you're breaking the law, at least be quali- Be a quality. Do not encourage. Hey, some people out there <laughs> are just going, uh, yeah, or breaking the law or anything. But people are going to do it. It's one of those things That's of just true. like, hey. See, but I'd rather have stupid criminals because then I know that I'll at least be a little bit safer. Or are these just people set up to be shown as stupid criminals to us? But really, they got set up in a way to where that's not what their intent they was. They break into their own house all. and steal their own shit. And then yeah. they're like, hey, somebody stole hey, my shit. Hey, we, we caught a robber. It's like, wait. Yeah, but it was my shit. Yeah, we're going to leave that out of the story. Next story. Speaking of. <laughs> Bad transition. Uh, the UAW. Yeah, that strike is still going on. Ford looks to be the first one to fall. There seems to be a tentative agreement between them and Ford. And the um, uh, everyone's like, cool, it's all right. Um, it looks like the agreement does include a 25% salary increase over its duration and enhanced benefits, including cost of living allowances and annual bonuses for retirees. Huh. Why should a re- why should a retiree get a bonus? They're not doing the I mean granted they did the work previously that's why they're retired but why should they get a bonus? You would think the people working would be the ones who would want the bonus. Hmm. Again, a lot of things that I should read into, figure out more, but maybe y'all can help me. Hey, that's how you'll get involved. You help me out by answering those questions for me. Thank you kindly. Uh, Bitcoin. Hey, do you have Bitcoin? Well, it increased almost 15% due to the speculation that BlackRock's proposed Bitcoin exchange fund might receive regulatory approval soon. This is big because there is that trial that's happening right now of Mr. What? Mr. Islands is, uh, he's doing the, he's on trial right now for defrauding a ton of people. And the sad thing was he got a lot of celebrities involved. That's the it's saddest. Not, it's not that he ripped off the poor people. It's that he ripped off the, the rich, rich people. people. And that's what got him <laughs> caught. That is, that's probably true. Anyway, he came out. He was doing the whole, yeah, look, we made mistakes, but we didn't do anything wrong. Which his lawyer said, look, don't, don't, don't admit the truth on the stand. Just say this shit. We could try to work around it. Um... So the cryptocurrency approached 35 grand, which is its highest value in the last 18 months. So this BlackRock uh, iShares Bitcoin Trust is getting close, and that's what the the story is: is that it's there. This could be one of those bitcoins that gets the regulatory approval, and so then it's like, okay, government's liking it, so we like it. But I, 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 I don't, I don't like money. I don't, I can't track. Honestly, I'm, I've, Bitcoin has passed me by. So everybody else who's invested in it or understands a lot of it, congrats, good for you. Uh, hey, did you know that? Uh, where would you think Sage would be the weirdest place to see a lake in the U.S.? A lake. A lake, a body of water. Uh, this, gives me, this gives me a time to drink. I mean, 
in a tree in the desert uh, on top of like a mountain? Like, it's a, it's a legitimate place. I don't know. Death Where? Valley! Death Valley. Oh, is it the, the, salt, the salt lakes? That sounds really goofy. Yeah, it's not salt. Okay. It's just dry as shit, and it's the hottest place yeah, in I know. the country. But if you if you've ever done the 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 travel between Nevada and Utah, like they technically have lakes there, but it's uh, all salt. Death Valley's in California. I know where Death Valley is, but I'm talking because you said lakes in Death Valley, and everything's dead there. <laughs> Hence the name. Um, Anyways, continue with your story because I think I have lost my train You kept of going north. You kept yeah. going north, and I wanted you to stay in Death Valley. Yes, let's go back to <laughs> Which is where the, the uh, and I personally would like no, to I put was asking the people was like, from like, the Catholic Church from. I was, <laughs> um, I was asking if it was a lake like that. Oh, no. Death Valley is just a big, big mud pie. Or, you know, it's just very... The okay. the ground cracks because of how hot it is. Yes. So for there to, for a lake, actually lakes, uh, to be formed there is shocking because and well it's not shocking because when you have a year's worth of rain happen in a single day, yeah, Ooh. life will uh, find a way. And yes, I had my shirt off and my chest was oily. Uh, but I'm behind a screen because even Sage can't even know who I am. Because if we met in anywhere else outside in the in the real world, it'd be like meeting like someone from it's like it would be like meeting your boss in the supermarket. It's like ah, oh, fuck. Hi, to me. This is weird. <laughs> this is so weird because now I'm seeing what you're buying. You're seeing what I'm buying, and this was a. a, a, a an intimacy I didn't want to bequeath to you. Yes, I said a college word. I've seen them. Hey, seen words or college? Uh, I've seen college words. Okay. And a college. But this guy probably hasn't seen both. Actually, he should. He did. No, no, he's a security guard. So he's probably going to college, maybe. But uh, he didn't expect that a bear would be showing up and attacking him at the St. Regis Aspen Resort in Colorado. Now, the guard was able to escape and call 911, and I'm sure it would be great if 911 operators would just act naturally in that situation. I granted they shouldn't, yeah. but I mean, just to hear the 911, there's a bear attacking me, you like, fuck that. <laughs> it's like, but you're not coming? It's like, uh, but I know who's going to be sent. Actually, that's how 911 operators uh, get back after those cops and be like, hey, car 54. Uh, you got a emergency call you got to get to anywho, uh, he received some treatment for back scratches. I just want to scratch your back, which I think is a song. Um, so the bear had accessed the hotel by moving through a series of doors ugh, near the hotel's courtyard. Uh, maybe I shouldn't have had that big. And then what happened is I had a massive dinner and that's what's going on here. So apologies for the real worldness. Uh, but yeah, that is something you wouldn't expect as a, as a security guard is a bear showing up at the resort. Um, and so it, it, do you know where the security guard and the bear met each other? Uh, at the door? In the kitchen! 
Oh, if that bear isn't named Yogi, you're you're losing. You're you just missed a golden opportunity. <laughs> hey, do you like getting flu shots? I don't like things that are sharp. Well, Pfizer and Biotech are gonna. Well, I should have said this. Do you like flu shots? And did you enjoy COVID nineteen? Not so much. Hey, Pfizer and Biotech are trying to combine those two things into one. That's not a very good advertisement. Maybe that's why they they haven't replied to me when I said, "Hey, I've got a show that's had when did I when did I send it to them? Three shows that has three shows, and I'm sure you can see the potential. Get in on the ground floor. Uh, yeah. So Pfizer and Biotech. Oh, I'm sorry, BioInTech, because I guess Biotech was taken. Uh, they're in the phase three trial for combined for their combined flu and COVID nineteen vaccine. I mean, COVID is a here to type stay. Of flu. Yeah, but it was as big as a. It's its own flu. Well, compared no, to the other ones, I guess. No, what it is is the company's trying to recoup its losses mm. from or so they, they they didn't okay. Let me, let me back up. Okay. I, I I started. Talking faster than my mind was like trying to compile everything. So their profits shot up massively because they were the only few who had what everybody needed. Now it's dropping because nobody's getting it anymore. So they're like, well, fuck, we all this research, all this revenue that we could have, we need to get it somehow. But because of the, uh, you would still say there's uh, a divide on it that you're going to get some people that are going to be pissed off if they find out that the flu shot they got also covered COVID-19 and they're going to they're going to go nuts. It's going to be something we're going to see once this does get released if it ever does uh cuz it's only in the trial oh, sure right it, now. It, I'm sure it will, but I well, most people that wouldn't be Actually, I would say they would. You think so? Oh, yeah, because the flu shot is what they, they're they used to it. They're comfortable with it. But not COVID-19, which, if you try to be logical with them, they sit there and go, uh, okay, and that's another thing. When you, okay, when they make the argument, now, politically, I'm on, I like whoever has the best idea. I could give a less shit if you have a D or an R or an I or a... Whatever else, I don't know any other symbols that are out there. Uh, is it G for green? That would make sense, wouldn't it? Um, so just the politician that's, formerly known as <laughs> <laughs> that would be a great. <laughs> what part are you part of? The party formerly known as? Oh, awesome! You got the prince symbol. Um, but I say that just to give you a sense of where I align politically. I just want somebody, like I said. <laughs> Obviously, I don't ally on one side or the other if I'm trying to give advice to criminals to sell secrets to uh, other countries. Um, I just try to find the best way to solve something. So, <laughs> yeah, if you don't hear from me next week, I had a little visit. Um, but when it comes to... From Yogi the Bear. <laughs> yeah, they unleashed you. And... Ironically enough, we both met at the kitchen at 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. 
Now, what, where was I going with this? Sorry. Uh, uh, you get an fuck. opportunity to pass up. Oh, and it was something good. It was something I wanted to express to everybody about something. Yeah, hopefully it comes back. If not, then I don't know if this could be the last show. Say, nah, it's not. that's not true at all. Because uh, sometimes I even get tired of me. That's not true. I love it. <laughs> um, so let's see. Um, you know who we, haven't, who we haven't heard from in a while? Florida Man. Yeah. You know what he did this time? Oh, uh, what did he do? <laughs> well, he made sure that exercising is a bad idea. Oh, uh, what? How? <laughs> he kidnapped, he carjacked and kidnapped a 24-year-old outside of Lifetime Fitness in uh, Michigan, of all places. You wouldn't think Florida Man travels, but he does. <laughs> Florida Man. Traveling, they're starting to migrate. <laughs> So yeah, uh, he this thirty eight year old kidnapped a twenty four year old, and the victim was tortured. And the perpetrators took him to his house. Upon police police arrival, a high speed chase ensued, and the uh, the the hijacker, the carjacker, the torturer, the all of those things, and the kidnapper crashed his vehicle and was arrested while trying to flee. Hmm, why wasn't he shot ninety four not forty six times? Hmm. Uh, he faces, uh, yeah, probably because he didn't shoot back, Wayne, you dumbass. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he faces all of those charges, but I found that kind of, what? Of all places, you would think you'd be okay. It would be outside of a workout area. But again, fucking Michigan. What the hell is going on in there? Oh. Well, no, no, <laughs> it's probably. <laughs> no, sorry, Florida man caught up with that. <laughs> it's probably because I don't know if they've updated or they've replaced all of those pipes in Flint. Maybe the all the other pipes are starting to get a little wonky. Mm, maybe. I don't know if they're using filters up there. So, bit of good news. The U.S. Army has renamed... Military, a lot of military installations that were formerly named after uh, Confederates, um, most namely, they named a military installation um, that was after the uh, someone who became the head of the KKK in Georgia. They named it after, which is surprising that this this dude doesn't have anything named after him, no installation. But Dwight D. Eisenhower doesn't have anything named after him. His name took the place of this guy's name, so now that's cool. Uh, and the renaming marked the end of a nearly three-year effort initiated by a bipartisan naming commission established by Congress in 2021 to rename military places and objects that honored Confederates. So, other bases that were renamed, Fort Pickett became Fort Barfoot. Fort Rucker was renamed Fort Novacell. I probably got that wrong. Fort Lee became Fort Greg Adams. Fort Hood was redesignated. What? Okay. As Fort Cavazos, and I said that wrong probably. Fort Bragg became Fort Liberty. Fort Polk was renamed Fort Johnson. Fort A.P. Hill was tra transitioned to Fort Walker. And Camp Beauregard was renamed Louisiana National Guard Training Center Pineville. Huh. Out of all of those places, which one was like, you ain't renaming this anything else to anybody else? 
it would be the last one because they went from Camp Beauregard to Louisiana National Guard Training Center, Pineville. Instead of after, oh, I don't know, another noteworthy soldier. Only in Louisiana. Well, I think if they picked anything, they would... uh, yeah, it was either that, they were spineless and just couldn't stand up to the constituents and say, look, how could you say we couldn't we couldn't name this after this soldier? Look at what they were able to do. I'm surprised none of these are named after Medal of Honor recipients, which, uh, again, as a reminder, we will be talking about that at the end of the show as well. Uh, but it's surprising. It could be, but I don't think there is. Usually it's after, it's after generals and shit. Yeah. Moving on. Hey, do you know how much Google paid everybody to make sure their search engine remained the default uh, web browser and on mobile phones? Mm-hmm. How much? A couple, a few million. A yeah. Billion. Yeah. A billion. There you go. There you go. You at least you said billion because I was like million. Well, up, up to what? Ten years ago, millions are still fine. And nowadays, if it doesn't have billions in it, it's not good enough. No, it's just not enough. Nobody's going to... A million? I'm not even talking to you. Google paid $26 billion to be, hey, we want to be the default search engine. Now, the reason this came out was because the Justice Department has an antitrust trial going on right now against Google going like, hey, you are blocking anybody else from being a search engine. You're not allowing it. Oh, so the monopoly sort of deal? Yep, yep. And so uh, the company's revenue was, uh, so the company, may it makes about $140 billion from search advertising every year. That's just off of that. $140 billion. Knock out $26 billion of that, they still got $120 billion. To do with and work with. I mean, they don't, which is funny because they don't really have to. Their search engine is so simple. That's why a lot of people like it. Yeah, but if you had... Yeah, the competition. but But most people, when they're, especially when it comes to technology, whatever's in front of them, they don't know enough about it to go, oh, I need to use this. This is something else I can use. It's better. They just go, oh, this is what's here. I'll use that. That's why so many people... Uh, why do you think India has a thriving, uh, oh, what do they call it? Uh, well, when it comes to technology, it's about the simplicity of it. If you have too many buttons, too no, many it's colors not. everywhere. Oh, yes, no, it's yes, not. it is. Every search engine is simple. Mm, okay, if you look at the uh, Edge search engine, which is on, the Microsoft. Which, is on, which was built on Chromium. Which is the same thing that Chrome is built on? When you look at their website, it is so busy. You have buttons everywhere. Oh, oh, that's yeah. That's what I'm talking about, like the but simplicity that's, that's of it. Not, like... That's not Bing. That's, that's that. So when you open up Edge, that's not Bing. That's just, hey, this is our stuff. This is, it's like. Well, if, you, if you go to their search engine, like that, if all of that busyness pops up. Does it? Yes, yes, it does. Well, you can tell. Okay. I don't use it. <laughs> Even Yahoo, I mean, Firefox is pretty simple as well. Oh, it's well. massively simple, so it's it DuckDuckGo. Yeah, so it's DuckDuckGo. Um, so a lot of people just like that simplicity. Too many buttons, 
and they they don't like it. And so and that's where the popularity because Google came up so fast. They were the first. They remain relevant, and they're so simple that people will continue to use them just based on that. Mostly advertising because if it's in the public eye, it's that out of sight, out of mind. If you don't know it's not there, then you forget it's there. Wait, that sounded fast backwards. If you don't keep it, I'm right. lost. <laughs> so, uh, with anything, growing up, we used to see all these advertisements, and when you no longer see those, you see that company start failing. But as soon as they no, 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 I would, I would, I would, uh, I would say that's the opposite. If you have to advertise, that means you need money. Yeah, and how do you bring in money except to advertise? Google doesn't have to advertise. They advertise everywhere. Where? Uh, Hulu, YouTube. Oh, they advertise their other products, but not their search engine. Because you wanted their Google phone. They you want their you want to buy their YouTube subscription. Those are other parts. Of Alphabet, but we're talking their search but, engine. Yeah, they're advertising. Like, even though they're not advertising their search engine, they're advertising themselves. I'm talking but about the search engine. Yeah, but everybody goes, hey, let's Google this. Somebody goes, let's 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 edge this, or let's Yahoo this. Yeah, nobody said let's nobody, edge this. Yeah. Nobody says that. Exactly. They've coined that. It's the same, the keeping up with the Robinsons that the Kardashians stole. Wait, No. It's keeping up with the, the Joneses. Rock, the Joneses, sorry. What the fuck? No See, exactly. Out of sight, out of mind. What happened to you? What did the Catholics do to you? <laughs> oh, my God. We have to talk afterwards because I, I don't know. I think you... Like, well, guys, that's think, happens. I think, you know, you know. I think we brought you back too fast. I don't, I don't <laughs> think you, you went through all the concussion protocol. <laughs> Taking it back to sports. Anywho, hey, did you... You know about Amber, Crombie, and Fitch, right? Yeah. Well, a former model has filed a lawsuit against them, accusing its ex-CEO of operating a sex trafficking organization. Oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. What, did we become PG all of a sudden? I... Gee, oh, are, are you George Takai? Is that who you are? <laughs> oh, my. Well, I mean, I don't know how to reply to that. It's just... It's what the fuck? That's the reply. <laughs> Uh, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. That, that would definitely be a reply. <laughs> a re it's the only type of reply. So this model, uh, or the uh, CEO, Amber Crombie, was faltering, and they were able to transform it from hunting apparel to a popular teen clothing. I didn't even know they were hunting apparel. Me neither. Um, but yeah, they also got in trouble because of their suggestive and provocative marketing strategies. Oh, today I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this was during the time even Calvin Klein was kind of being like, what the, f hey, dude, it's fucking cologne. Chill the fuck out with all the suggestiveness here of the uh, the skin, pretty much. Like, Jesus Christ, it's, it's cologne. Chill out. Anywho, uh, the lawsuit all follows a BBC report, so this isn't just a former model being like, I'm, I'm going to get paid. BBC came out and made similar claims against the CEO and his partner. And the legal complaint alleges that the CEO used modeling scouts to find young men online and elsewhere, stating, hey, we got some modeling opportunities. 
only to subject them to abuse in New York and internationally. The reason this is big, because this has been going on for women models forever. Yeah. In Europe, oh my fucking God, it is it is still prevalent. In yeah. France? Oh, yeah. They sit there and be like, so what does he use 14? Yeah, there's this, there's these stories she can, where... She can say yes and no, right? Yeah. The, yeah, stories where they hire models and then they turn it into soft core. And then they're, they're like, we'll destroy your career because you signed up for this. And they're like, no, we didn't. And then, so, yeah. So, for now to be males that are this, it's like, hey, look, if we're... We, this needs to have the same amount of attention as those do because nobody should go through this. And this is one of those crimes where it's like, hey, this needs to be higher on the level of everyone should be able to behind the. Now, when I, when I read the constitution and I see cruel and unusual, I'm starting to interpret that as if it's, if you, if let's say for example, for example, you get arrested for jaywalking and they're going to behead you or they're going to, uh, do a Nicolas Cage to you and do a bees, bees. That would be cruel and unusual. But if you molest children, if you sex traffic anybody and we put you in Death Valley and have you buried up to the neck and let some ants eat your face, I don't think that's cruel and unusual. Agreed. Hey, all right. Here I thought you were going to get confused with that whole thing. Here's some news from last week I didn't get to because um, I went on a I went on a few rants and just didn't have time. Um, the Supreme Court has permitted the Biden administration to chit chat with social media firms to address online misinfo and hey COVID nineteen in the elections. Previously, they weren't allowed, and the Supreme Court basically said, hey, they can do it now until we sort all of this out. So if you hear changes, or I don't know how long they'll allow this to go before they do their ruling, but, you know, election year, or next year, next year is the election year, um, or at least, uh, yeah, next, or at least, uh, yeah, next year is the election year. Don't know when the court will rule on this, but they are reviewing other laws from Florida and Texas that prevent social media platforms from removing posts due to their viewpoints and what they state. Now, that leads into my next story from last week where the University of Virginia... The, a recent poll from the University of Virginia Center for Politics, which I looked them up. I thought they were going to be some extremist area. Nope. They are a reputable place to find information. They came out with a poll revealing that this is not a shocker, but it's one of those things like, oh, damn, it's down in writing now, that there's a deep-seated mistrust between American voters, with some even open to considering alternatives to democracy. A significant portion of both Democrat and Republican voters even believe that using violence against the opposing party is justified. Again, no. the appropriate response is, what the fuck? Are you serious? You dumbasses think that the best way to solve or prove your point is to be violent with the other side? 
God damn. Oh, that's what it was. I remember now. If you remember way back in the show where it seemed like I lost my way, I found my way again. When I was, um, I thought about this a while ago, and now I have a platform to be able to express it. When you say elitist, or you want something that's elite, what does that mean to you, Sage? Uh, elitist usually refers to a group of people that only or want to... elite. Elite. It, uh, well, elite usually means the best of something. Elitist means that they are very picky of who goes in. Like, they, if they don't, they are basically the judge and jury of whether oh, you can shit. do something. Okay, sorry. I thought I thought elitist was taken or was a subconjuncture, which is not English, um, of elite. Because I'm sitting when they say, "Hey, you're an elitist," I was like, "Don't you want somebody who's elite?" So I, 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 I can see that. Uh, well, yeah, it's easy to make that connection, but I was wrong because you're—it's like one of those things where you're told something, you finally get it. It's like, oh, everything fits. The, it's like trying to look at a finished puzzle, and but you're looking at it too close. You only see a couple pieces. You're like, I, these two have to go together, and then somebody pulls you back like you just did, and went, yeah, here's the whole picture. I was like, oh, Linus, that's what it means. Okay, so. I understand that now doesn't help here, but come on, people. Fighting? You know what fighting does? Here's the only reasons for one, you should fight. There's three reasons. One, you're a prize fighter. You get paid to do it. Secondly, you're trying to defend yourself. There's no other option. You got to defend yourself. Thirdly, you're defending somebody who can't. If somebody is can't defend themselves, you are stepping in the way and being able to defend for them. Fighting out of anger, fighting out of frustration, fighting just to make your point doesn't make, doesn't prove your point. It just shows, hey, the only way to talk to you is by yelling or is by fighting you. You can't come up with any other argument or any other point of the stance that you have to be able to convey to where it's, hey, this is where we stand. You want to, it's easier for you to, you feel better yelling at that person or wanting to fight that person to prove your point, but that doesn't prove your point at all. It just shows that you're not willing to hear other points of view on it. But to have this poll out basically say, hey, look, we're ready to fight. It's like, honestly, for one, this country can't do it's not that it can't do a civil war it's that it won't because there's way too much money involved everywhere else and the fighting it wouldn't last long because it's for one the country's massive and there's going to be a few thing a few it's going to be skirmishes until somebody gets in front of everybody says children calm the fuck down Get in your place. We're doing this our way. And everyone's like, oh, okay. An actual fucking adult's in the room. Let's listen to them. Probably <sighs> that a lot of people want to be that adult. Or they, th or they think that because they have the right idea that they're the adult. But you're not. If you're not willing to open yourself up to hear new information that might change your point of view, then you're not the adult. 
every time you talk with somebody, if you have to get in a shouting match, then you there's there's no other reason to talk with them anymore because they have clearly shown to you that they're not willing to hear any new information to change their point of view and vice versa. Neither of you, neither are you. As I said last week, it doesn't matter what you identify as, or if you get offended at something, it's, do you recognize the intent and all of you tolerant? When somebody says, Hey, I'm this, or I believe this, or this is my stance on this. If you come back at them with violence, then they're going to return the favor, and then what's the point of view after that is settled? Oh, that person believe, doesn't believe what I believe, and they attacked me, so they are violent. The other person's going to go, hey, that person, same thing. Uh, didn't believe what I believe, so I'm going to be violent with them. Instead of, what was the intent? The intent was, hey, if you come at them, and look, I just want to hear your point of view. We can have different points of view. That's what. That's the thing that is being lost in this country is the thought of there's different points of view. There's different points. There's different ways to solve things. The thing you have to do is you hear from everybody, and then you take the best bits, and you find a way to put all those together and go, this is how we're going to go forward. The reason you do it that way is you get buy-in from most everybody. Not everybody. And it could be there's going to be some things they're not going to take from any of your suggestions. But that doesn't mean you stop talking to you. You stop volunteering. You stop thinking. The next thing they we need to talk about could be the thing that we take a majority of your ideas from. But because we don't take every little bit of yours, doesn't mean you sit there and shut up and go, they don't listen to me, I'm going to be violent to get my point across, is fucking stupid. It's god-awful. It doesn't progress us forward. It keeps us stagnant, and it keeps whoever we have elected in the... <laughs> I was on a roll. You found that funny, but... Sorry. I don't think you are. Honestly, I honestly don't think you are. I think you're just sitting there like, this is, this is, what, is it because you're, you're, that you couldn't, is your attention span so short that no, you couldn't? I, I, I think you was just going in circles. You said the same thing was three I? times in different ways. That's just talent. Off top of my head to be come up with three ways to say something differently without stumbling over myself. I was going into I was going into number four, and you had to be like, "Hey, move the fuck on." Which very likely we could get some comments on. We I mean, could get some feedback. Be like, "Thank you, Sage." That's then what? Then what happened last week? I wasn't here to keep you on track. <laughs> Oh, is that it? We're just going to have that as the reference point? The fourth show is like, hey, this is what happens when you're not on track. Some might say that was the best show I've ever done. Uh, moving on, because we've just got a, got a few more moments. Not really. we got a few. we got a lot. <laughs> do, you need to, do you need to head out, Sage? I think so. You do? I think so. Well, then why the fuck did you throw me off then? You should have just waved, and I was like, hey, Sage had to leave. 
I could have kept going on, but no. You just like the American railway system, you derailed me. And if you don't know, there's a ton of trains that get derailed almost every month in the US. They just don't make the news. Only when only when it's a only when, only when they contaminate a large well, area. Yeah, or well not so much contaminate a large area, it's contaminate a populated area. That's what it is. If it fucking crashes in the middle of New Mexico, nobody nobody gives a shit. That what people are gonna go is like, oh, are they doing another breaking bad? That's what it's gonna be. So, all right, Sage. Thanks for showing up. Thank you. For and me. oh, of course. Any maybe time. I don't know. I have to. I have to search my feelings about this because I really thought I was. Uh, well, okay. So the reason I go round in circles and keep bringing things up is because most people don't get it right away. Yeah, it's also something you're passionate about. That. So I understand. But thank you for having me, everyone else. <laughs> Enjoy your weekend. We'll see you next week. Or I'll see you next week. He'll continue. I do appreciate Sage being on. It was it was great to hear from him. And that they're back on the show. Appreciate it. Um, but when you're in my experience, that's where I was at. I was like, where was I? What's going on? Because this is the first time it's happened where Sage hasn't been able to complete the show. Had to had to leave early uh, or leave earlier than usual. So now I have to transition from talking with someone to then going, okay, now I have to talk with myself. Where do I go? What do I do? This is so disorderly. Wink. Um, when I'm trying to explain something to somebody, I don't want to leave the conversation or the... The discussion until I know that they understand what my point of view was, what I was trying to convey to them. And that sometimes does mean I'll reiterate or go back over what I had said because when you're talking with somebody, when they ask you, how are they? You're not recalling what they said. You're mainly recalling how they made you feel. The things you can quote from them is because you heard it multiple times. It's easy. Why do you think TikTok has so many trends? Because there's a there's multiple people doing the same things over and over, and you see in that every other video, soon enough, you're either doing it or you know what it's about. It's nothing, it's not a new concept. It's not something that is, was just thought up for social media. If you get inundated with something on a regular basis, i.e. ads, marketing, then it's really easy for you to recall those products. If you didn't need, you didn't even need those products at the time, but then when you need them, hey, I should go talk to this one. I should go here to get this. I should go here to get this because now I do need it. But my point earlier, too, was if you don't hear from any other company, if you don't hear the story that a company was selling its assets because it can no longer, it can't go into bankruptcy and can no longer meet payroll, then, yeah, if you don't hear that, 
and you don't hear any ads or marketing, that's because they're making a, a nice chunk of change to to not have to do that. They're bringing in enough just off their name alone or just off their product alone to where they don't need to do that. So let me get back into last week's news. And maybe this could be another segment, a new segment, the stuff I didn't get to that I think is something you need to know about because really who has the time to go through and research, read all of this shit throughout your busy day as we're trying to improve ourselves on the daily so that at some point in our lives we're doing something that we enjoy doing. This is something I enjoy doing and I hope at some point it becomes the main driver to the money coming in, which would be ironic if everyone was all, I love to support the show, but I can only do it in Bitcoin. I'd be like, you are a fan of the show. Thanks for being a fan, and I don't know how to fucking do this at all. Uh, thank you kindly. I got a refill, everybody. So if you didn't get a refill, now's not the time. Unless you can, unless I'm like on a smart, smart speaker. Uh, which, if you're on a smart speaker, can, can the person say, hey, Alexa? And will Alexa like, hey, person? Or is it has to come externally? I don't know about that. Do I want to research it? Not now. Will it come up? Maybe at some point during the week. I don't know, but... Huh. Now I'm pondering it. I'm thinking it. Anywho, let's get back into last week's news. So, remember all these stories I'm talking to you about China and how they've bought up some shit? Uh, if you didn't listen to the first few shows... There was an illegal lab doing some testing in California, and they were shut down, but not before a shitload of rats and mice were found dead, but they don't know if they got them all. So, hey, we don't know if there's some rats out there that are going to start the next Black Plague. Um, Then there was the Chinese office that was right across the street in Wyoming, from from a Microsoft office that was doing stuff for the DOD. Yeah. So, that's great to know. And, oh, yeah, and uh, what's what the uh, uh, governor, uh, Gavin Newsom, he's over in China right now talking to them, or under the guise about talking to them about climate change. I don't think it's about climate change. That's uh, really going to China to talk about climate change, and you're a governor, granted, of a very powerful state, but the anybody else at the federal level can do a lot more than a governor of California. So I think he's over there talking about some other things, but they're using the, hey, we're going to talk about climate change as a cover story. But last week, Arkansas has mandated that Sygenta, which is probably not how you pronounce it, it's a global seeds producer, it needs to divest its 160 acres of its farmland within the state over the next two years due to its Chinese ownership. Yeah, everybody. Arkansas is still a state. It's still part of the union. And China has owned owns a company in there that is uh, has a shitload of land 
Now, the move is in line with growing concerns over the foreign land ownership in the U.S. because of national security implications. We saw this same shit that happened with Japan back in the 80s when they were dominating the auto scene and they just were like, hey, we're going to buy a ton of your shit, too. And everyone's like, Japan's taking over. And then, then the economy kind of collapsed on them and they've been trying to get back ever since. Um, same things kind of happening with China, but the thing is, China's not actually really rich. You'd be like, you stupid fuck. They've got the second highest economy in the world. Yeah, that was based off of building shit. Guess what they can't do anymore? They can't build shit. And I'm talking like internally, like they are, they, they can no longer, uh, go on and keep, continue to invest in those building, uh, building infrastructure because, no one can afford them. It's all shit. And more and more companies are going, huh, really don't want to deal with China anymore. So the big, the big difference between China and Japan is the reason Japan is able to survive is because they were already rich. China is going to slowly become a non-factor. They're going to go back to what they were. Uh, but it was just another fucking story about China owing shit in the U.S., and it's nothing like, hey, they own a couple Walmarts, and they're low-pricing everybody else because they can get direct from the manufacturer. Uh, nothing like that. They're, it's actually shit that's concerning. And why two years? Why the fuck does it have to be two years? That gives them enough time, right, to divert that land into other entities or sub-businesses or however the fuck they, uh, other shady business people make it to where it's like, hey, it's under this LOC, which was bought by this LOC, but this LOC is actually under this trust, which is dead, and it's like 15 levels of fuck all the way to, oh, that's who the fucking owner is. So I think two years is way too long. But again, I'm just basing it off of this article. I'm not basing it off of a wealth of knowledge when it comes to uh, divesting land. Uh but yeah, it's just another thing that's uh, there. And also in the news, Alec Baldwin is going to get recharged again for involuntary manslaughter over the 2021 fatal shooting of the cinematographer uh, for the movie Rust. So this decision follows an independent forensic test that concluded that he must had pulled the trigger for the revolver to discharge the live round that killed Hutchins and injured the director, uh, a result that aligns with an earlier FBI test. Now, Baldwin obviously has said he didn't pull the trigger because why would if you did something wrong, why would you admit to doing it, especially when you involuntarily kill somebody? But come on, seriously, Alec, you're not going to be the first celebrity that, in, that kills somebody. It happens way more often than you would think. Um, hell, I just learned that Matthew Broderick killed somebody over in Scotland years ago. Like in the, I think it was the 80s. And it's like, huh, no shit, really. I recently learned about, uh, what the fuck's his face? Um, Carl Malone. Yeah, fucked a 13-year-old while he was in college. Yeah, that happened. Wrap your head around that. Somebody who they still, well, that calls into question, really, too. If they're still allowing him to be part of the NBA and they're still reflecting that, uh, 
it's like, um, either they're burying it, which if I'm not buried already because of the national security concerns that I said earlier, hey, I was just trying to find a solution. That's all I'm doing. I don't want people to sell state secrets, but motherfuckers going to do stupid people going to do stupid shit. Um, I'm just trying to elevate the baseline of our intelligence as a country. Uh, also, yeah, if you knew, why, why aren't you not making it harder for those individuals not to sell shit? Come on now. Don't put it all on the, somebody, oh, they should just have a moral high ground. Hey, you know why rich places don't have a lot of theft? Because everybody has the means to do their own shit. They're able to do the things they want to. Now, granted, if you're being a glutton, eh, that's another discussion. But if you have enough, the typical American is not going to go and want more. They're just be like, you know what? We're content. We don't have to worry about money. We have a place we enjoy. And there's no crime around us because everybody else is in the same fucking boat. Look another. If you look to another place, that is the direct opposite. It's like, well, of course they have a shitload of crime because... All they're presented with ever since they grew up is, hey, look, you cannot do anything else. You can't get out of here. Most that try, die. Is that what you want? And if you're already going to die, why not make a shitload of money beforehand? It, it seems that when you're presented, and it's, and it's hard to see from that point of view as well because if you weren't exposed to that or you don't know somebody in that to where you can actually instead of just hearing the stories you experience it it's like hey i'm i'm gonna there oh i don't know who the youtuber is but there is one out there that gives us an insight to these communities and what the day-to-day is like where they will get somebody who is part of a gang or part of a project or part of a community that isn't that well off or not well known because it's not all terrible people. He goes, he does, he talks to gang members and he talks to Amish people, talks to people in Alaska. That's a hell of a Facebook group. Uh, they, but this, he gives us a better insight into who is in these communities and what the day-to-day is like instead of what we hear from the news or what we take from our own limited experience. I had to check the time because I'm going, it seems a bit long and I want to make sure I have enough time not only for talking about tonight's, discussing tonight's Medal of Honor recipient, but also to make sure that when I upload this, it's not too long for every other platform because do you know why? It's close to two hours, because that's the limit. Could I talk longer? Sure. But I'd rather have somebody to interview, because, uh, I don't know, talking with somebody for three, two, three fucking hours, it's just, I don't know. I don't know if that's something I could do, because <laughs> at some point, I'll just get bored with you. I'm like, I've learned everything. Thank you. Well, I got a lot more shit to, a lot more time to cover. Hmm, what do I do? So, if I ever get to that point where I'm doing interviews, it's not going to be long ones. Um, unless I feel like it could be. And that would be discussions way beforehand. So I know going in, hey, you're involved. Like if I were to inv- interview Carl Malone, it's like, dude, I'm going to bring up you fucking a 13-year-old. Uh, and if that's 
if you're all right with that, we're going to dive into that. And that's what we're going to do. Oh, you don't want to talk about that? Well, then I guess I'm getting another guest. Yeah, I'm going to keep reiterating that because unless it's really prevalent in the NBA to where a lot of their players have done that, I am surprised they still they haven't condemned him because they have no problem condemning owners, and I'm not siding with the owners who are racist. I'm not doing that. But there seems to be some quick action when it comes to those owners that are either racist or they have a toxic work environment. Namely, so I'm, I'm referencing the L.A. Clippers and the Phoenix Suns. But they, they won't condemn Carl Malone for doing what he did. Was it because he was not in the NBA yet? Is that, is that their stipulation? Yeah, it's, it's one of those things. You just sit there and be like, what the fuck? Um, oh, bad transition into something else. Um, how do you transition that? <laughs> I don't know if if Sage were here right now, if they would cut me off or stop me from reiterating things that I've said. But as I've stated before, from my experience, reiterating it makes it stick instead of just saying it once and going, hey, we're done. (sighs) Well, we're going to do some good news. Before we jump into talking about tonight's Medal of Honor recipient, Specialist 5, Dwight W. Birdwell, because going from what I talked about into that, no, there has to be a palate cleanser. There just has to be. And did you hear about the Groves Pecan Festival in Texas where a carnival worker hung 30 feet in the air to safeguard a young girl after the ride malfunctioned? A video captured the worker who was struggling to try to close the ride's open door. The girl was inside, and he was able to scare it with his foot as the ride began to descend. So the incident, which lasted two to three minutes. Now, granted, if you're suspended in the fucking air, two to three minutes is a long <laughs> long fucking time um it was caused by a sudden wind gust that lifted the whole fucking ride compartment uh which caused it to rotate and become stuck in the stuck in the air and i'm sitting there going who the fuck designed this ride to work and be locked in place so no matter how much wind occurred it wasn't going to go anywhere uh, no surprise here, even though no injuries were reported and the mother obviously was like, this person a, is a hero, decidedly so. Uh, the ride was closed for the remainder of the day, which I'm sure afterwards there was a fucking redneck there that went, hey, I want to go on that ride. And when they when they step in the ride and they'd be like, hey, how come is it, it isn't shooting me up in the air and you're trying to close the door? It's like, yeah, that's not a feature, guy. Yeah. All right, next good story after this palate cleanser. Ah, that's some good stuff. So the Biden administration has committed $3.5 billion for 58 incentives nationwide aimed at fortifying the electric, the electric grid's resilience. 
in the face of increasing extreme weather events. So, when you hear about how bad the electric or the our grid is, uh, Texas, you ain't got to worry. Your shit's going to be fucking broken for a while because you're not on it. And you're just going to have more kids freezing to death. Um, yeah. Did you not remember that? When the it was what fucking last year, or was it during 2020? I think it was during 20. Anyway, the when the whole grid went down and that massive winter storm went through, and a older brother was holding on to a younger brother to keep them warm, and the older brother died. Yeah, did you remember that? Do you remember that story? Yeah, you're probably sitting there going, "Wait, I thought this was supposed to be good stories." Well, goddammit. Why the fuck are we sitting here? Nobody's coming up with solutions. That's my fucking problem. I can come up with solutions. Hell, I came up with solutions on how people can better use state secrets. Now, granted, that's not a great example, but (laughs) I can come up with solutions. We can go with solutions. Instead, everyone's fucking going. They're either talking about, they're complaining about something, but not providing a solution, or they're not willing to, to hear both sides, to then go, here's the best pieces. Let's work on that. Fucking hell. Okay, let me let me see if I can stop doing that and get some more good stories in our system so that we can go into talking about the Medal of Honor recipient because that, to me, is not only a better use of our time, but also a respectful thing to do. So, the researchers from Chalmers University of technology in Sweden have developed an innovative method to recycle electric vehicle batteries, enabling the recovery of 100% of the aluminum and 98% of the lithium. This is great to hear because... Now, I wonder, though, if the car companies figured out or knew of this before saying, hey, we're going to go to all EVs, because prior to learning about the lithium deposit in Nevada... It was speculated that going to EVs was just going to be, uh, wasn't going to be sustainable because there would be no way to utilize the batteries. Uh, And so for the Chalmers University of Technology in Sweden to be able to develop a way to where that can happen, holy shit, does that not open ways for us to get those EVs on the road, but also other applications as well. So that is fucking awesome. And also, a 14-year-old student from the W.T. Woodson High School in Virginia, I think it's Annadale, I hope I pronounced that right, named Heman, oh, wow, I'm not going to pronounce this right. I apologize. I apologize. Um, okay, the name is spelled, the first name is H-E-M-A-N. It looks like He-Man. It does. It's just He-Man. That's what it is. It's probably not pronounced that way, and I do apologize. Uh, the last name is B-E-K-E-L-E. Beckley? I don't, I don't know. But this 14-year-old is super fucking smart. They won the 2023 3M Young Scientist Challenge, securing 25 grand and the title of America's Top Young Scientist. You would think that I would be able to do the research and figure out their name, but I'm only human. That's not a good excuse, and I will take every uh, 
shot from you, every comment's like, you, this is how you pronounce, remember his name, or do, you know, the Fight Club thing, his name is da-da-da-da. Uh, <laughs> that's more my speed. Uh, so what, the reason he got this award is because he was able to develop a melanoma treatment in the form of soap. Yeah, treating skin cancer with soap. Fucking hell. That is a great, that, who doesn't, that's awesome. Just fucking awesome. So he was inspired by the vast difference in the melanoma recovery rates between the U.S. and sub-Sahara Africa. Uh, and his soap contains simple compounds that are cost-effective and stimulate the activity of some certain cells which protect the skin cells. And the reason I'm not saying those cells is because it's very scientific. And again, I will butcher that too. And damn it, I will be damned if I will butcher more than three things. And yes, the first and last name I count as one thing uh, within a story. So that was that's fucking awesome. And it seems like he has more ideas in store. So I'm hopeful that this becomes our next Einstein that is able to solve those, well, because Einstein was more space, but more of in that space of, hey, when, we, when you hear this name, they're trying to make the world a better place. And what a transition to get into tonight's Medal of Honor recipient, Specialist 5, Dwight E. Birdwell, who fought in the Korean War. And Specialist 5, Dwight W. Birdwell, distinguished himself by acts of gallantry and intrepidity above and beyond the call of duty while serving the Sea Troop 3rd Squadron, 4th Cav, 25th Infantry Division in the Republic of Vietnam on the 31st of January, 1968. On this date, C Troop was ordered to move south to repel an enemy attack on the Tan Son Newt Air Base. I hope I pronounced that right. As the Sea Troop column of tanks and armored personnel carriers atroped the west gate of the air base, it came under intense enemy fire from a building to its right. Unbeknown to Sea Troop, it had driven directly into an enemy force consisting of three battalions. The column tried to push through the initial attack, but the lead tank, crippled by a rocket-propelled grenade explosion, was blocking the way forward. Sea Troop immediately came under a heavy enemy fire from both sides of the road. Specialist 5 Birdwell, upon seeing that his tank commander was wounded by enemy fire, immediately went to his aid. Under intense enemy fire, he lowered the injured tank commander to the ground and moved him to safety. Specialist 5 Birdwell then, with complete disregard for his own safety, mounted the tank and assumed the tank commander's position. Standing in the tank commander's hatch with the upper half of his body exposed to heavy enemy fire, Specialist 5 Birdwell used the tank's 50 caliber machine gun and 90 millimeter main gun to suppress the enemy attack. With the ammunition for the 90 millimeter main gun exhausted, he continued to fire the 50 caliber machine gun until it overheated. At this point, Specialist 5 Birdwell, rather than abandoning his position, continued to engage the enemy with his M16 rifle, sometimes exposing his entire body to enemy fire in order to engage the enemy from a better vantage point. When a U.S. helicopter crashed nearby, Specialist 5 Birdwell, under withering enemy fire, dismounted and moved to the helicopter where he retrieved two M60 machine guns and ammunition. 
After giving one M16 ammunition to a fellow soldier, he remounted his tank and used the other M60 to again engage the enemy. Specialist 5 Birdwell continued to engage the enemy with complete disregard for his own safety until the M60 he was firing was hit by enemy fire. Specialist 5 Birdwell, now wounded in the face, neck, chest, and arms, dismounted the tank but refused to be medically evacuated. Instead, Specialist 5 Birdwell, under enemy fire, rallied fellow soldiers to advance toward the front of the armored column where they set up a defensive position by a large tree. And from this position, he and other soldiers engaged the enemy with M16 fire and grenades. As the enemy fire lessened, Specialist 5 Birdwell gathered ammunition from disabled vehicles and helped wounded soldiers move to safer positions. His leadership and tenacity under fire inspired the other sea troop soldiers to continue fighting against the superior enemy force and directly contributed to the enemy's ultimate defeat. Specialist 5 Birdwell's extraordinary heroism and selflessness above and beyond the call of duty were in keeping with the highest tradition of military service and reflect great credit upon himself, his unit, and the United States Army. We recognize Specialist Dwight W. Birdwell for not thinking of himself, but for thinking of everyone else around him and working to find a way to achieve victory. Because just putting up your hands and saying, I quit, was not going to happen, was not going to work. You needed to fight to continue to achieve your goal. It is amazing to me how we don't know more about these soldiers, which is one of the reasons I use my show to be able to call out these soldiers because their names to be need to be as recallable as any other entertainer that we have they did more shit than any other entertainer does yeah i know some entertainers out there will be generous with their charity work and all of that but when you as i was stating earlier one of the only reasons to fight is to put yourself in front of somebody who can't when you're willing to do that. Because, again, this is the only shot we know we got at this life. If you believe in something afterwards, great, but that's a belief that is not fact. And for them to do that, it's amazing to me how there is not that these names aren't more well-known in schools. <sighs> Still trying to figure out how to gracefully end this show, but you've been listening to the Disorderly Show with me, Face for Radio, and Sage was here. Yes, if you just joined the show, why, I really, why would you join the show, like, at the end? I have no fucking idea, because it's a podcast. You would start it from the beginning and not stop. You could see that I almost say anything that comes into my mind. I just kind of go with it. Um, the music stylings, as always, until we're told to stop, has been White Bat Audio. So if you're looking that up in YouTube, look for White Bat Audio. That's Carl Casey at White Bat Audio. They've been giving us some good shit because everybody else that I've found, 
that has some copyright free music just isn't to my liking. And hey, when you got your own show, you can make your own decisions. So everybody appreciate again and really talking to uh, Virginia and Brussels, uh, <laughs> Virginia and Belgium. Apologies, Brussels. Um, for listening to the show, being the main listeners, remember, make sure to start saving up for that plane ticket. Love to come out there. You know what would be great? Let's do this. You guys send me the plane ticket, and but make it an open date that I can use it at any time. And then I will let you know when I'm in town. But you have to do a scavenger hunt to find me, and I'll give clues, and it'll be like a fun thing to do. Or not. That would actually be fun for me uh, because, oh, that would actually be a way to do some tourism thing. Like, hey, I'm over at this place. Do you know what this is? And do it kind of like a Where's Waldo meets Carmen San Diego meets Hey, I'm Lonely thing. No. You're not lonely when you have this voice. Ha! Yay! Good! I did something. I kept on track. I'm ending this show selfishly once again. <laughs>